0: Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to may have adult language and discuss adult themes not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench. What's up, bench Uh By the time you're listening to this, hopefully the storms have moved through. If you are in Colorado, hopefully you guys stayed safe. No tornadoes touched down. As we're recording this, it seems like it's just getting worse, and, and the elements continue to be added in. Now not only is there thunderstorms and hail, tornadoes, it, it just, the lightning bolts aren't even lightning bolts. They just kind of flash. It's like somebody turns it on and off a light switch, and then there's no thunder, which is kind of ominous as well. Uh, episode 137 here, far end of the bench, Jimmy Palato Nico Bryant. Um uh, <clears throat> Nick is back from Phoenix. He, he was out in enemy territory for those two matchups. Unfortunately, it didn't go great, but we do have a lot to talk about from those games. And then, obviously, game uh, six that happened, game five that happened the other night. I can do math, I promise. Um, but no, man, how's... How's the trip, and what was it like being the opposing fan out there in Phoenix? How did how did they treat their treat their guys I, like the Sunset I've, 4 guy? Or
1: I, I've always said it is very entertaining being an opposing fan in a stadium, and and and, and take that how you want to be. It's different when you obviously are go to a different city. Obviously, you live here, going to a Bengals game on the road, a little different feeling because you still have ties to both teams, right? So going to a different city where I'm wearing Nuggets stuff, getting off the plane. I'm wearing. I have another shirt every single day that that I'm wearing down there. It's a different feeling. It's an absolutely different feeling. And obviously, I went to school down there for four years or three years, and it was it, like I love Phoenix. I really do love Phoenix, and and I have so many friends and 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 things going on down there that it's perfect. Um, but. It's, 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 it's playing a villain role, as I like to say. It's playing a villain role. And the amount of fuck yous, the amount of uh, fuck Denvers, the amount of um, people trying to test me. I had a guy, Jimmy, at the game. Um, because um obviously people listeners to the show know Jonah because he's been on the show before he lives in Phoenix and him and I walked around the walked around the stadium or because it look they have they have a nice stadium they upgraded it very well they have Betty Hanna to go in there it, it's wild but so I was walking around and this guy comes up to me because I'm wearing my Aaron Gordon jersey and the guy says how big of an Aaron Gordon Nuggets fan are you I'm like i'm a pretty good fan and he decides the 20 questions me he asks oh where do i go to school i said arizona where do you get drafted orlando magic what pick you get drafted number four uh what number do you wear at college double zero what number do you wear um t- against uh, uh, uh for the magic double zero um what uh well, who do you beat in the dunk contest or lose to the dunk contest three times uh Zach Levine twice and Derek Jones once, and I and I just blew him away. And I was like, "Don't test me. I'm yeah, the wrong
0: yeah. guy. I'm you, the wrong you
1: guy." You the test.
0: You had the right idea, but you picked the wrong bitch. You picked that the is, wrong
1: guy. He was like, ain't. "I got." He was like, "All right, I guess you're not a bandwagon." He's like, "Yeah, I grew up in Denver. I just went to GCU. I'm down here for a game. Relax, here, buddy. Okay, I ain't no bandwagon.
0: There's Who not is a many bandwagon Nuggets, us- Nuggets fan. There's
1: not any. There's not many bandwagons of us around here. Okay, I'm a diehard. I I know my I know ball. I know my players. So you can name. I can name you about 500 different facts about every single player on our team. So you want to have that conversation with me? Go ahead, knock yourself out. But yeah, it was like I said. Look, besides that, which I thought was funny, I, like I said, I had fun yeah. with it. I was, I was like, keep asking me questions. You're gonna, I'm gonna get every single one right. <laughs> but please, I, I beg you. He was like, all right, I, I'll give you that. And, but I'll say this: that obviously the people in Phoenix were very cordial. Obviously, wearing a different jersey in different stadium, there are, there will be the hasty fans. But for the people sitting around us, I don't remember your names, uh, but they're very very nice to us. Um, in a hectic game, obviously with 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 the with the crowd control, with Jokic and Ishbia and and everything else going on, it was a very taste testy game. But yeah. uh, people around us are very nice, so I give them respect for that. They let me cheer when I had to cheer, I let them cheer when they had to, when they got their chances to cheer. So um, nothing nothing but respect to those Phoenix fans.
0: I I think that they they other than you know. Weird off the court issues that we wouldn't be, would have wouldn't have expected going into the matchup. It seemed like it was pretty decent. We are getting right into our NBA segment. This one brought to you by Row One Brand. Follow them on Twitter at the Cool Stub. Be sure to go to rowonebrand.com Use promo code VSN fifteen if you want fifteen percent off anything in their art gallery. They got awesome uh, old school style pictures from all different kinds of sports. And then if you want to get one of their new watches, VSN twenty, you get twenty percent off with that promo code. Um, Row One Brand, proud sponsor of the Variety Sports Network. And this podcast that that issue with Abisha HBO. how Ishbia? Yeah, Ishbia. I've, been I've been. I'm kind of. I'm so, sort of dyslexic when it comes to Twitter basketball. But it. I, is there any kind of what? What the fuck is is basically what it boils down to? Oh. Why you're you're five two. And you're a little white millionaire. He played college
1: ball at Michigan State, so the dude has some basketball background. You don't want the smoke there. He's a multi-billionaire, so that that obviously helps. Um,
0: It doesn't give you the right to try and and affect Especially when your team's
1: playing. Any other person that, any, literally, any other person, like next a guy next to him, that's that, that was Isaiah Thomas, and think, the Pistons guard, and then the other guy next to him got kicked out. Anyone else touches the ball like that, touches Jokic like that, you're fined. are not you're gonna find you're, you're kicked out of the arena. You're never too allowed to allowed return. And this is the other thing. Do I do I think that that first of all they should just let it go? Yes, absolutely you should have. But Jokic is no. Look at his career; he is known to take the ball from the stands and go right away and try to push the pace. Because any advantage Jokic is going to get on you, he will. Plain and simple. No. Um, obviously, I thought the finals. The, the, the fine was ridiculous. It should, look, HBP did his job. He got his team a point. Crazy, right? The owner got your team a point. The, the congratulations, Phoenix. Um, Did he make the stat sheet? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get. I guess get him, get him on the stat sheet because he deserved it. But at the same time, like I, I, I'm just glad they didn't suspend him because that would have been the stupidest, ridiculous thing. And, and I'm about, look if you, if you guys are listening to this the day before this, I went on the, um, I went on the the realism show with with him and Tyler, and Tyler had a take. Well, Jokic has a pass too. Why aren't we suspending him? we if we're, if we're, if we're, if we're, if we're uh, um. If we're comparing stepping on someone's ribs versus trying to get the ball out of the stands, I, we have a different conversation to go on. That's all I'm gonna say. Because yeah, obviously totally he was talking about Draymond and his and his past. Um, but either way, look, I'm glad you didn't get fined. It was funny, Jokic made a joke out of it game five after the game, being like, Oh, I wish he paid my fine. And instead it would have been nice for him to pay my fine considering he's a multi billionaire, not millionaire, billionaire. Um and I don't give him any credit. He match. gets zero credit from
0: me. He's he's hiding behind the fact that he has all the, the all of that money, and I get like he's just entitled. That's all it comes down to, really. He's entitled. He's like I paid for I pay for this basketball. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody's here to see you. I get that you're the money behind the operation. You might have had some success in the past, but if you're that, that's the thing. So he's a brand new some, owner too,
1: Jimmy. Brand new owner yeah. as of
0: like halfway through the season.
1: Well, sometimes,
0: sometimes fans lose their mind. People that are not in the game lose their mind and they think it's okay to poke the bear. The NBA is just where we see this happen a lot because there's nothing in between where the fans and the players are, but that malice at the palace. Sure. They probably took it a little bit too far, but if you're going to throw something at a a jacked up super athlete who is trying to, he's got all the adrenaline in the world. You deserve whatever happens. It's the same rule that they have in, in WWE. If you get into their space, there's no protection for he you. Oh. It's it, You get to go out when they're done with you. I, I wish – I I know that they would have never had it. Ha, it would have never happened. I really don't think Jokic would have swung either. But that guy deserved to get clocked for how he was acting. And then too, an you can't tell me – That was an
1: all-time <laughs> flop. Man knows, knows how to get a bag, plain and simple, in his life. Was that least, his role least, in college? Yeah, he was. I mean, he, he was he was a uh, he was a small guard, and he honestly uh, he, look he played in two thousand one. So I'm not gonna sit here and like and, and sit here and act like I watched him play in college because I didn't. But I know he was a small guard, and I think he was on a national championship team with Michigan State. But that's 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 about it. So so look good for him. Like, like I said, you got his team a point. Uh, I'm just glad that I mean it's I'm glad that it, that's over with, right? Like, like like you gave him the fine, whatever, and we're moving on. Um, because for the most part, everyone's that's been talking about this series, that's the only thing they're talking about, Jimmy. It's the only oh, thing they're a, talking about. You it's have, a great series. In, in, in my opinion, you have the two best players playing in, playing basketball right now, or two of the top three, I'll say, two of the top three playing in this series, and Devin Booker and Nicole Jokic. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can throw Jimmy Butler in there, but there zero denying how good those two players have been this fall season. Jokic obviously leading the – second round and points assists and rebounds averaging 30 12 and 10 this like we are seeing unprecedented things offensively from these two teams and everyone is just talking about the the, the little little uh the little owner over there and getting in a play and and wanting to suspend a player i i it's funny it's funny it was funny scrolling through twitter and seeing some fans saying he should be suspended and everything because they know that, that's the only chance they have jimmy it's they they know they really do they know yeah. in my opinion it doesn't matter if it goes six it doesn't matter if it goes seven I think it still probably will go seven but but it doesn't matter either way that's the only way they think they they can win because Denver Nuggets at home but Nikola Jokic on the floor is very very unbeatable so and they have to do that if they want to move on to the next round and they know that 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 team over there can't beat a fully healthy Denver Nuggets team in a seven game series you can have a, a scorched earth type games from Devin Book and Kevin Durant. But in this long run, you can't you're not gonna be able to do that for four games against this team. Yeah. So so like I said, you have to try to get your advantages in the playoffs. And HBL probably is tweeting out, I hope he doesn't get I hope he doesn't get fined or suspended, probably didn't help you much. So like I said, ball doesn't lie.
0: It, it doesn't. It was almost like eerily similar to the situation where we saw with the Avalanche because that would have been the the guy gets suspended and then it, it was the third. Was did that happen in game three or four? I, I think it was four, right? Are, are, because he would have been yeah, suspended for the game that they four. came back. It would have yeah. been the exact mirror situation of Kale McCarr. You can't we said it last week, we've talked about it at nauseum. Can't take anything away from what the Kraken did, and they're still doing it because the stars no, have their two, hands full just as much. But if You can't affect the game like that. If it wasn't, it would be different, like you said. If it was a player and another player gets injured because of what Nikola Jokic did and it was malicious with intent, sure, suspend him. He has the requisite history. It's not as terrible as what Draymond Green has done. But yeah, he's had scuffles and it always seems to happen against the Suns. So maybe he just hates Arizona. But you can't have that be what causes a team to win or lose in the playoffs. You can't, the league cannot... Dictate that. And then you're going to continue to have – there's already enough people who are idiots and, and doing the conspiracies. It's rigged. They want this team. They want that team. I make those jokes and jest because I hear it all the time. None of it's rigged. No. None of it. These are all highly, highly played, highly paid, highly trained professional athletes, and sometimes some guys are just better. Look at Miami. Unless Jimmy it's Butler, the
1: Lakers. Unless it's no, the Lakers. No. Then we can have that I, conversation I, around <laughs> with, yeah, the, with the to thirty fouls. <laughs>
0: Hundred and thirty fouls. Uh, no, a
1: hundred. Uh, I, I think I think through because they play the day before. We're, uh, this show's coming out, so tonight. Yeah. And I think it was a hundred free throws to like forty. I think it was through in game favor of the odd. Lakers. No, in favor of the Lakers. Oh
0: shit.
1: Yeah. yeah so so if that's... you want to talk about conspiracy theories, which. which well, is, if you're wondering about it, we can go go back and listen to me talking um, on with realism and, and Tyler over there, and yeah. we'll probably cover to that fully. So. It's it, that's the only that's the only thing that's rigged, honestly. Is the Lakers and LeBron getting the showtime?
0: I think it's partially that, but it's also the way that Golden State plays. We had that conversation a little bit last oh, week too. Funny. When you're not going to the rim, you don't really draw that many fouls. That's oh. that's just the nature of how how it's played and how playoff playoff sports is different. It's different the way that it's officiated. It's different the way that teams play. And yeah, I, I just I'm glad that they didn't allow that. They didn't suspend them and they let the guys play. Phoenix got their; They defended their home court. What is you were there live? What is, do you think the reason that Phoenix was able to defend their home court with, it looked like it was going to be a lot easier of a series than what we are. We were expecting after those first two games in Denver. What is the, the, the difference the, between Phoenix here and Phoenix in, in Arizona?
1: The main pieces are the role players stepping up. In my opinion, like, look, I, I, have been, uh, I tweeted out on on Wednesday and saying, hey, like, if you can hold or Tuesday when you when you hold Devin Booker and Kevin Durant to under seventy combined points, yeah, that's crazy because it's thirty five each. You're probably going to win the game, because because the bench has to step up. Langer Schmidt hit five threes in Game Four. Terrence Ross had three on, on, on in Game Five. Like like this is all things that that they need that they need. Joshua Kogi absolutely dead silent this series. DeAndre Ayton, he has more problems with the coach than he does than he does playing. Um, and obviously, campaign. If you're going to let campaign shoot the ball, if he if he wants to beat us, knock yourself out, campaign. I don't give a fuck. Like if you, if you want to keep shooting and beat us, and then hats off, <laughs> hats off to you. But 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 the role players stepped up. It absolutely did. T.J. Warren, Terrence Ross, company really did. And in my opinion, look, T.J. Warren had that hot game at home. He was ice cold game five. Ice cold. They, they, like Jimmy. They had four. Like it was four points combined in games one and two on the bench from the bench. Four points. That is asinine and crazy. Obviously, Monty changed the rotation, and and, and he bought more offensive minded players off the bench, um, and that's what helped them in game three and game four. But. Like I said, this is a two-man team. This is literally a two-man team. I've been saying it all along. Chris Paulson an, is, an, is not an X Factor, even when he's playing, in my opinion. DeAndre Aiden, the man's already in his own head so much that he has to guard Nicole Jokic every time down the floor. That that meme that I can't remember, Three three in the Hardaway, I think is the show's name, to tweet out and be like, it's the Beyonce scared straight, it's... Monty Williams telling DeAndre Ayton to go out there and 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 uh, guard Yogesh every game is waking him up in the middle of the night like, "Come on, you gotta get going." And he's like, "Oh no, oh, God. Oh, God. oh no, 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 no." And 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 it's it's just it's just funny. It really is. And this this Suns team, like I said, they have two of the best players in the world right now. They do. There's zero denying it. But they don't have the best player in the world right now. I hate to tell you that. And for the people saying Devin Booker's been way better, okay, his percentages have been way better. But what happens when Devin Booker gets in four foul trouble? What happens when when he his shots not going like it was Game Five? You get eighteen pieced. Plain simple. When Jokic is is, is having an, an eighteen point performance drop with 15 assists and 12 boards on your head still like, like he is right now the best player in the world um i don't care what, what what mb's doing in the east he's not the best player on his team currently it's james harden if anyone wants to fight me on that go ahead because james harden without james harden the sixers would have, would have already lost a series so i i i i cannot say enough good things about kevin durant devin booker but i cannot say enough bad things about the rest of the role players. Because that's the difference in this series. If, look, if, if Jamal is not is having a two point performance at halftime, you can go to Michael Porter Jr., who goes off for you, right? Who, who dropped 14 in the first half in game five. If if an Aaron Gordon um, wants to go off for 25 points, you can have a slower game for Jamal Murray in game one and have Jamal Murray go off in game two or vice versa or however it may be. That's the difference, right? That's the absolute difference. And that's why I'm so confident in this team.
0: Um, Forgive my ignorance, but I guess this is probably a good question for our listeners that are also not as big of basketball fans as as you. Um, how what's the normal amount of players that you would see like in a tight playoff game in the NBA? eight. And eight. eight, eight, eight. because okay.
1: that, that, I, I
0: saw the when the Nuggets lost in Game Four, they only had three players that came off their bench. Everybody else didn't play because of Malone's decisions.
1: It's so. been a, it's been eight consistently since Game One uh, against Minnesota, unless yeah. obviously it was it was. Dead Last minutes. night they played a ton, yeah. but yeah, whereas dead minutes at the end where it's like, hey, they'll win the end of the bench guys This game's over. That's the only yeah, time and then it Fucks them, your team's plus play.
0: minus. Everybody, it's- all the starters. <laughs> I have it, I have it pulled up. Uh let's see. Aaron Gordon was plus 27, MPJ was plus 24, Jokic was plus 18, Murray was plus 23. KCP was plus 18. And then you look at the bench, minus three, minus four, minus four, minus two. <laughs> it's like, oh.
1: It, it, it's wild. It really is wild. And and when you think about it, obviously, look, Mike Moreland has to have two starters on the floor at all times. And that's completely fine because it's the playoffs. You have to be able to play that long, and you got to trust your guys to win your games. Because you cannot take games off. You cannot take times off. And right now, those three are Jeff Green, Bruce Brown, and, and Chris Brown. Obviously, Bruce had that big game five. Christian Brown had some big plays in game five. Jeff Green is obviously the player that you're like, I don't know if he's going to be consistently playing throughout the playoffs. He's been decent, decent playing defensively against KB. Not great, not terrible, but his offense has just not shown up at all. And that is not helpful for a bench unit that that gave up a 14-point lead in the second quarter to wear his three-point lead at halftime. Obviously, things blew wide open because the starters were that good in the third quarter. But like I said, there's going to be questions because do you pull Vlaco off the bench? Do you pull Zeke, or or do you do you pull uh, 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 Zeke Nagy or DeAndre Jordan for another big? And that's that's the questions that, that are going to be had. So um, it'll be interesting. I don't. I, I think I think Malone sticks with the same bench, same three guys off the bench, which I don't mind it. I think that's a perfect three bench cuts because they get all defensive versatility against Booker and KD. Um, but we'll have to see if that offense just goes dead again in that first end of the first beginning of the second, obviously end of the third beginning of the fourth, because that's those minutes where it's funny. We joked about the last two years, jokish comes off the floor, bad things happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, it's, it's been a, a plague for this team in the playoffs for four years, since, three years. I know since we've been doing this show, I think even the year before that was the Portland series that went seven and they ended up losing, um, at home too. So they no, need to figure it out.
1: Western that was, that was, we, we beat them. We beat Portland in seven with, with, with Jokic. We lost to the Phoenix that year. The last time we beat lost Portland was 2019. We obviously did. That's, what that's what I was. About. I think yeah. that's what I
0: was talking about. Yeah. uh cause I remember I was listening to the games on the, on the drive home from college. That's how yeah. long ago that's been, um, <clears throat> for, the rest of the series, we obviously Game 6 is coming up on Thursday, so the, the night that you guys are listening to this, Phoenix is favored at home. Um, Denver could close it. That's the crazy thing about the NBA playoffs right now. We can kind of transition – Away from the Nuggets, unless you had something else that you wanted to. to well, we can focus we can on. we
1: can slow, slightly preview this because obviously Game Six is is the day the show's coming out. So so. Um, yeah, let's
0: get that and then we'll move on to the rest of the NBA. The, the
1: the biggest things, in my opinion, are look there. There's a funny saying that that we used to talk about football and basketball and, and lacrosse and and in high school when we played. Um, it's fun to send them home when they at home. It is very fun where they gotta pack their locker up fully that night, where they where, where where you go into their building, you steal their soul, you steal their their ability, and 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 you end their season where they can just drive home, and 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 they they just know oh shoot, there's no going to the gym tomorrow. That there's something fun to that. There really is. So like I said game six. I expect it to be a much closer game than game five, and obviously game one. Um, so. Look, it's going to be a gut check time. Do you want to finish this in six where the other series on the Western Conference could be over? Same day, right? Could be over the same day, um, Laker, or, or sorry, the day before. Um, Lakers and Warriors could already be, be done as we're talking about this. So it's it's a lot of things that you want to take into factor because then, look, you play, thir- you play Thursday. If you lose Thursday, game seven is Sunday, Mother's Day. Also, happy, shout-out, Mothers, Mother's Day. Mother's day. So game seven would be Sunday night um, on Mother's Day. And that's two two days in between games, which means Chris Paul may be fully healthy. And I look, I think Chris Paul helps us with him being on the floor because it takes the ball out of Devin Booker and Kevin Durant's hands. It really does. So I I I, I just look. I I expect it to go seven. That's the thing. But I would love to squeak out this win. Just just put a punctuation. Like I said, look, they beat us on our own home court two years ago. That because and four God, that was at home. Why not have a little fun and, and and put it right back in their faces and 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 prove the world why you're why you are currently the the odds-on favorite to win the NBA championship? Currently, that that is wild. I, I don't think that has ever happened in this organization's history. I'm serious. Like uh, that, that, like uh, as far back as betting goes, like I I'd hard press, be hard pressed to be like, oh, that's the running favorite right now to win the NBA championship. It's the Denver Nuggets, ladies and gentlemen, okay? That, not the Phoenix Suns, not the Los Angeles Lakers, not the Golden State Warriors, not the Sixers. It's the Denver Nuggets, okay? So the Denver Nuggets need to come out, send a message. If you lose, you know what? It's, it's a it's a quick turnaround. That's one thing that Malone has done a really good job of is when you lose games on the, on the road, you come back home, and you say, we're putting our gas to the belly. You thought you'd give them life? Okay, well, we didn't take care of business, but when we come home, you're not going to be able to withstand our fans, our team, and our pace. And Mm -hmm. so, like I said, it'd be nice to win game six, but I'm expecting to be talking about game seven, uh, the, the conclusion of game seven next week's show.
0: I think in my mind, I would like them to take that next step and actually send the message. They've been in positions before to send messages to the rest of the league. And A, you have to send a message to the Phoenix Suns. You have to play balls out obviously it's the playoffs you should be doing that anyways but if you play as hard as you can give them nothing don't give them any chance to build any momentum don't let them think that they have a shot when they come back home into our barn if that has to happen but if you can finish this thing in six that sends the message to the rest of the league the rest of the world this is a team that can take care of business when the opportunity presents itself and it's not going to be the same situation that we've seen in the past so i Agree with you. I, I think that it's a high possibility that it goes seven. It would be wonderful. A, make sure that Phoenix doesn't have any life coming out of this game one way or the other. B, yeah. like make I say that if, you're gonna lose,
1: if you're gonna lose, like make it a close game.
0: Yeah. Give like, them nothing. Don't
1: don't think that they can just run you over like we have been running them over.
0: Yeah, it's you have to prove that it's it's all up to you whether you want to win whether you want to lose. It, obviously everybody wants to win, but that's take the, take the opportunity. Don't squander it. Like we've seen them squander things in the past. Um, I have faith. This is a different nuggets team. It feels like in the past, I've been trying to placate you a little bit saying, Oh yeah, they could definitely continue on. But in the back of my mind is like, it's the nuggets. It's like no. cheering for the Rockies in the playoffs. It's just, there's so much that they can't, they have that, to overcome. That's gonna go wrong, and, it's not yeah. and right now, it looks great and and that's gonna move us into the rest of the NBA and, and talk. And nug
1: Nug Life is not for the weak hearted, is all I'll say. Is we've we've been through a lot as, as as a group and nug life will prevail in my opinion. So when you just like I said it's it's been a grind, but but we we, we finally have the best player. We have our Dirk Nowitzki. We have our Tim Duncan. We have our whatever you, whoever you want to put insert, a, insert here um, of, of generational talents that have just was given to a city because they deserved it. We have our guy, ladies and gentlemen. And it's the best player in the world, so it's time to capitalize.
0: And I really want Michael Malone to just shut everybody. There's still people oh that God. think that he shouldn't be the coach and that he doesn't do the right things. Just, just shut up because <laughs> if don't give me the, sh- the shit that George Carl or insert other guy that you want to have, want to be behind the bench would have this team playing the way that they do. The reason why Mike Malone is able to do this, like he treats these guys, they're professional athletes, but he gets after him every now and then. And that's difficult. It's hard to find that balance. These guys are making way more money than you. They're a lot younger. They have a lot different skill set than, than what you have currently you have to find that balance in the denver nuggets a they have Nikola jokic who if mike malone yells at him he just takes it takes the coaching and moves on that's carried over to the rest of the team i don't see any you know spats between players and coaches mike malone can get on a guy and normally they do respond so no you, a, it's, it's it's, like,
1: you don't have any it's like that that never happens it Literally never happened. So, like I said, you have respect between the coach and the team, being like, you know what? Like, I I know that Mike is going to put me in the right position. Yeah, MPJ gets angry about his play time sometimes, and obviously he gets upset, but he comes back and and, and is a team first guy at the end of it. Because look, even if he only plays twenty five minutes, he's like, you know what? I got mine. We got to win. We're moving on to the next one, and that's exactly what this team mentality is.
0: Even even the guys playing less minutes in this. Playoff run are going to be important, and they're going to have contributed at least a little bit to a possible possibility of of success. I'm not even going to mention it because I don't want to be the reason that it doesn't happen. Um, Actually, around the rest-
1: show Jimmy will either be <laughs> will either be covering Lakers or Nuggets versus Lakers or slash Warriors, or it'll be uh, it'll be Sad Boy Hours, and we'll have no team left, and we'll be talking yeah. about baseball.
0: <laughs> we might have to change if you watch on YouTube. We may have to change the background. May uh, I'm hoping it, luck so, far, so May have to change the background because we still have the playoff picture coming up. That would be that, that would I don't even want to think about that. We're we'll we'll get we'll back, ca- so cross that bridge back. if we end up coming to it. Uh the rest of the series though could as we're recording this, all series are one game away from being over and by the time you're possibly listening to this, you could have a team already into the conference finals with um Lakers Excuse the Lakers me, are up 3-1, right? Two teams, because I think the Heat played in that too. Oh, I two thought they teams. played. Oh, yeah, they do. Two teams. Two teams yeah, could two possibly teams. be into the conference finals. Um, do you want to start in the West or the East? Do you want to talk well, Warriors let's, Lakers?
1: Let's just start with the East because because I think the West will obviously will break down more. With all will break down on on the show but you list that you guys are listening to on Wednesday. So yeah. uh, the East, obviously. We'll, we'll start with Miami because I think Miami has is,
0: is already stuck a fork in New York's soul. Julius Randle coming out and saying they might just want it more than us. That's n- that, I've that's never ridiculous. heard a pro athlete say that.
1: And that's the biggest truth that's ever come out of New York. New York spits a lot of lies out in the world, Jimmy. I don't care what it is. The Rangers, the Knicks, the the, the Yankees, the Giants, the Jets, however you want to say it, that is the biggest truth that has ever been said about them. Because the Miami Heat certainly just wanted more. Eric Spolster just wants some more. Jimmy Butler just wanted more. And this team is just, like I said, I think it ends tonight. uh, uh, uh yeah. They're on the road for game five. That's the only thing. So um, yes. they, they may gentlemen's gentlemen's beat you as low seed and, and beat you in six. But but I I don't think the Knicks are dead. The, the, the Knicks the Knicks had your little fun little run where you beat where you. can say fuck Trey Young all you want because Trey Young has stopped playing basketball now for three weeks and or two weeks now, and now you are on the brink of elimination. And Jimmy Butler is your father. So, have a nice summer in New York. Go cheer on the Yankees or the Mets, both who suck right now, funny enough. So, so, so go enjoy yourself because you're, you're about to, you, you had what was it, four playoff teams, four playoff mm-hmm. teams, right? Four of the five playoff teams, and Rangers, off, Rangers mm-hmm. out, Devils about to be yes. out, um, Brooklyn out, and New York is about to be out. So, yeah. It was fun. It was a fun little week and a half, right? New York was buzzing, but it was- they were. You're you're done.
0: They were, but that's the thing about New York too. They they like they love their sports. There's enough going on in that city that if they do have four teams, it'll be a story for like two days, and then something else is going to happen, and and they'll totally shift their focus. They're gonna as soon as the Knicks lose in this series, because I don't think that they're going to be one of those teams. They, they have any of down. the mental toughness to throw back to come back from three-one down. That just they—that's not the team that they built. So after they're done, they'll go try and figure out how to fix the Yankees and Mets. But that's really—it's going to be the quickest turnaround. I don't—I don't think it's going to no, be all this heartache. It's not going to be all this belly aching. They—they celebrate their wins. When they lose, they just forget about it because forget about it. That's true. That's forget very about very true. It. Uh, Jimmy Butler, though, let's talk about his playoff run. He did come out and make a statement saying that he is the best player in the world. He doesn't give a damn what anybody thinks. I don't know if I'm ready to go that far. I, I think
1: Jokic is obviously, but at the same time, I put him in the conversation.
0: Like he, he deserves is,
1: to be in the conversation. There's zero doubt about it.
0: He's led that team kind of single-handedly through almost two rounds yeah. of the playoffs so far. When we were all thinking that they would be done going up That's against Milwaukee.
1: Down, yeah. I, like so, I said, I obviously had them losing in the first round to the Milwaukee, but like I said, once you get past Milwaukee, New York's a much better, easier test. It's a much easier yeah. test than, than Milwaukee with Giannis and company. So – I I I am not surprised in a little when I saw this matchup came out. I was like, oh, I think that the Miami has has the wits to do it. I think I predicted Miami versus Boston Eastern Conference Finals, uh, and or maybe it was Miami versus Philly. But I I was I knew that Miami would get past this because this mental toughness from this Miami Heat team is so much greater, so much greater than anything New York will ever spit out. So, like I said they're determined. They're ready to roll, and I don't think that I think they take care of business real quick and move on and get ready. Because like I said you're either staring down Joel Embiid or you're staring down the team that beat you in the conference finals last year. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, and two, um, <clears throat> it's as Haslam is kind of. It, it, we're going to talk about it later with the Panthers. He was the guy beating the drum for Florida in their home game the other night beating Toronto and going up 3-0, they, that heat culture is kind of – it seems like it's spilling over into the other teams that are, are near them. I know it's a little bit of a distance between Miami and Sunrise, but technically it's Southern Florida. They, Florida they have,
1: Florida.
0: Yeah, Florida is Florida. They have all of the right things going right now. And, and just I don't have – if they lose tonight, then they'll come back in the next yeah, game. And, and, and yeah. the exactly. They really What's don't cool. care. They, they just want – to win and move on to the next round. They don't care how it's done. They don't care if it's pretty.
1: And no one has done that better than Pat Riley and, 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 and Andy Ellsberg and the rest of them. I mean team. No one has the better than, than showing up when it matters.
0: Yeah. I think it's, it's a situation where they've done it enough. They have enough of established culture. This is what establishing a really strong cultural identity. They might've been rough, there for a couple of couple seasons but if you continue to stay the course if you continue to bring in guys that buy in that's going to lead to that sustained success that's what I'm hoping to see out of the Nuggets with this Jokic uh core going Jokic Murray and Malone they have a long ways to go still because that's been established for a while but they're moving in that right direction so it's it's a good thing to see and I I didn't think that they would win in five, I thought that it would be a, a closer series because I had a little bit I, – I thought the Knicks were maybe impressive. I thought Cleveland was going to beat them in the first round. I didn't I did expect too. them, to beat them. I, was
1: a, I was very surprised, but obviously Cleveland was just not at all even close to being ready. And I was no, very they're just surprised how so, badly they were. So be young. Been.
0: Yeah. So they're, young. they're super young, and, and it that's also plays an effect. Every team right now that is looking to go into the next round and possibly into the final round – it's guys that have. It's teams with guys that have been there and have been through the playoff disappointments and have been this close before. And it, I said it, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Every team right now that's left in the playoffs, all their coaching staff should be looking at those guys and saying, guys, this is the closest we could be to actually winning a championship because there is no LeBron East monster coming back. I mean, Giannis is gone.
1: The, 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 the Gold State gone. Warriors or, or Lakers, one of those two teams will be gone. The the Grizzlies are gone. The Suns the slash Nuggets. One of those two teams will be gone. Like like like, this is as good of a chance as 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 some of those teams may ever have. And, yeah. and I'm I'm mostly talking about us. Like this is this is one of the best chances we may ever have.
0: It is true. Uh, let's stay in the East, and then we'll talk about the Warriors Lakers Lakers to wrap up the NBA. Uh, the Sixers took the series lead the other night, three two, and that was a win in whooping, Boston. Yeah,
1: whopping them.
0: Yeah, I I know you listen to Barstool a lot I listen to PMT three times a week Because, I don't know, I I just enjoy Their take on things And it's funny because they're two producers One of them is, Hank is a Boston guy And their new producer, Max, is a Philly guy They've given... Both of them, heaps of shit because they, they like to claim that their cities are both title towns, which it's funny to hear a guy from Philly say that they're title towns. Ta- you're you're, you're the title, losing the title town. That's Lose what you guys
1: are. That's exactly Lose, even Rocky
0: that. lost his first fight. So I don't know what they're talking about with this championship mentality and the winning culture. I thought that Boston – I we, we said it last week. We said that there was no way in hell Philadelphia was going to be mentally strong enough to come back from down two zero, And Joel Embiid comes back. James Harden's playing. Really, really well for for the way that they're trying to win, and right now they they're game away. A game when away. I said
1: when I said that Jimmy, I didn't realize that Boston had 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 less of a mental capacity and less of a a will to win than they did. <laughs> has spent, Tatum showed it. up
0: to the playoffs yet? Because Tatum I, has too- been
1: so quiet. Jalen Brown has been uh, arguably the best player for Boston throughout the whole playoffs. Like 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 they are. <laughs> They are a headache, man. I like this team is very, very good on paper. Malcolm Brogdon, Addingham, very good. Grant Williams, saw Tyler Robert Williams talked about a lot him a lot last year in the, in the finals. They they have a very good team. There is there is nothing holding this team back outside of maybe your coach. <laughs> obviously, uh, uh, whatever the fuck his name was that obviously got dismissed from the team. Mozilla taking over the team doesn't seem like he's ready for the big time at all. Like not calling timeouts, not 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 fouling when you should. Like there's a lot of points where they should have won Game Four, and obviously Game Five they got their shit broken in. But you could have been up three-one, and obviously it's a completely different series of that Game Four. So, man, I it, it's funny, poor Boston man. At least they have the bru- Oh shoot, they lost two. Damn it, my bad. Uh, but but yeah, I I, I guess it's, it's baseball season in Boston too. Um, I it could. Look, Good and B, I, I said it earlier, Embiid's not been the best player for the Sixers. It's been Harden. When Harden's been playing on top of his game, the Sixers have been winning games. When Harden has been playing terribly, the Sixers have been losing. Plain simple. That's the difference. It's either Harden is MVP Harden or he's or he's fat uh Rockets Rockets Harden. <laughs> There's no one in between. And, and right now, when he's playing hot, Sixers are one of the teams to beat. Absolutely. I think that. They're gonna have some trouble the next round when they play their father. I'll say it again, um, but but at the same time, I think that Philly, look, Philly, Philly has proven me wrong. They absolutely have. So, uh, do I think they're gonna win the championship? No, but would I, would I not thrive for a Nuggets for Sixers finals? My God, I would. I would fucking be all over that shit.
0: Yeah, no, I think that would be that's poetic. I, I I'm hoping oh, for I'd that be to come. be as good of a script as you could write. I'm hoping for that outcome, but here's my question: If they make it to the next round, if they make it to the conference final, have they finally gotten all the way through the process? Have they trusted the process enough, or do they have to win for that to be an actual, an actual thing that they've accomplished?
1: No, it's it's win. It's plain and simple win. The process doesn't mean anything. Pro, You're pro, you process to get to the third round, to the last finals? No. I, that's your goal, plain and simple, when you start creating a team. Like I said, Oklahoma City Thunder right now, their seasonal goal is to build a co- young core to get to the playoffs. But their ultimate goal is to develop Shea, develop Chad Ch- Ch- Horngren, develop Jalen Williams to a point where you are a championship contender where it's, where it's winner bust. Plain simple, you don't construct teams. You don't do any of this to have the hopes of making the third round of playoffs. That is a Colorado Rockies mindset. And if they have that mindset, then, then they are in big trouble of losing Harden in the offseason and Joel be leaving as well in two years or whenever his, his contract's up to. So, like I said, if that's your mindset, that's what you're processing to, have at it. But but, if that, but but you should not be processing towards getting to a college finals. Obviously, the Nuggets, um, for a lot of years, we were hoping to get that next step, right? Get that next step. Now we're at the point where we've taken all those steps. We don't skip steps here in Denver. And now this team, now now our sights are set on one thing or else it's a, fa- or else it's a failure. And Philly should be the exact same way because you do have the MVP. You have a former MVP on your team. And you have a coach that's won an NBA championship that I still think will hold you back at some point. So... We'll see. We'll see. But you should not be processing, quote-unquote, to the Conference Finals.
0: Yeah, um, Doc Rivers is saying the right things. He can't get comfortable being up 3-2. Whether he actually makes that a reality is yet to be seen, because <coughs> we've We've benefited from his ability to blow blow series leads. We have, so
1: and and, and, and if if there's one thing that Philadelphia thinks that they, that, that, like, that I think they, they can do for to win the NBA championship is to play ISO bowl constantly, then they're in trouble. Because they're going to have to move the ball. They're going to have to figure something out. They're going to have to get Tobias Harris, Tyrus Maxey, and company in a very, very strong rhythm. Because when you play Miami, you play one of Denver, Phoenix, Golden State, or uh, on the Lakers, it's going to be a, a completely different story. Uh, you're not going to play ice ball. And, and like I said, if you're a brand-new basketball fan, never watched the game before, don't turn on the Sixers game. Do not start. Do not. Like, go turn on hockey. So go, go, to go watch highlights of the night before, because it is the worst basketball in, in the NBA. It is one-on-one and just let the, let, let our guy try to be your guy playing simple.
0: You play five on five, not one-on-one. On one. That's, I can't remember where. I, heard that. Game. I Yeah. Well, I, I think it was from a, might've been from a movie, but I can't remember what it is specifically. Let's head out West to the sunshine, sunshine state because I, I know you're going to be talking about this later on tonight. Um, if you miss it live, you guys can still go back and, and watch the re-recordings of Nico joining um, Realism Sports and then Tyler from Fat Boy Fadeaway. The Lakers up 3-1. First off, I think we both said that the Lakers probably weren't going to make it out of the first round. They, they've they done that. And winning the other night, too, I'm, I'm looking at the stat lines here, Curry has a triple-double And the Lakers still wind up finding a way to pull it out and taking that three, one series lead. If anybody is, has the championship medal and the championship history to be able to overcome this, I would say it's the golden state warriors, but this is a much older golden state warriors team. That's, that's something that I I guess I didn't. Yeah. And going back when the splash brothers first became a thing, Draymond was like that extra offensive weapon that if they weren't hot from beyond the arc, he was still, contributing on that end of the floor. It's changed completely now. Um, uh, Draymond's, it,
1: not, Draymond's not going to do anything offensive for, for you. Andrew Wiggins, who was an all-star starter somehow last year, um, has, has gone ice cold. Obviously, he had all the all-off-the-court things, but you have to have him step up. And Clay Thompson right now, they are making Clay Thompson shoot dumb shots. Plain simple. They are making him and making Jordan Poole be like, you know what, Steph's going to drop 40 on our heads. But what can you do? Like what can you what are you gonna do to beat us? Plain and simple. And and right now, Jordan Poole is 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 playing eight minutes a game. I will never forgive the Denver Nuggets for, for, for th- making making the Warriors think that Jordan Poole was 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 this all world type player. Because last year during during the series against us, he, he was the guy. Like, 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 like obviously Steph and Clay got theirs, but right now the number two, the number two guy against us was was Jordan Poole. He was a big factor of why they won last year. Now, he's barely getting time, and, and Steve Kerr does not trust him defensively. Uh, and, and on the flip side, you have the Lakers who are fully healthy, who have a coach in Durhamham that that's done a very good job, and then you have Anthony Davis playing at an all-world level. Uh, I, say that, I say that saying have because who knows how long that will last until he gets injured again. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's that's the thing for Lakers fans. At fully healthy Anthony Davis is a top 15 player of the world, top 10 player of the world sometimes. But, like that's how good of a level he is. I'm not even denying that. I hate the Lakers a burning Passion, but that's not the level he is. You add that in, obviously, with LeBron, who, 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 is, who goes scorch earth when he wants to, and then you have a lot of good role players, D'Lo, Beasley, Huachi Moore, and company, it's a good team. It's a very good team. It is a very good team, and right now they're playing like a team, as opposed to the Warriors who are playing. Steph try to win us a game or pull Clay Thompson pull up, pull up threes like like they're look. The Warriors are forcing way too many things. To try to be the team that that is 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 top to bottom. Like in terms of depth, in terms of in terms of in terms of coaching and or not coaching, sorry, in terms of depth and players that they can put in the lineup is much better than you. Obviously, you have a star power steph, but on paper, the War the Lakers are a much better team than you with LeBron, who is who's top two all time, if not one, and obviously Anthony Davis who's playing at this high level when the Warriors only currently have Steph Curry going off of them.
0: It's it makes a world of difference when you get. More than just when you have offensive production spread out throughout the lineup, when you don't have to have one person drop fifty and make up a good portion of your your point total, it's a world of difference. So basketball teams score one twenty, Jimmy, to one thirty. Uh,
1: that is fifty points nowadays. If a guy drops fifty, you have to like like that's yeah, that sucks. Good for you, but could shot fifty three game four, we still lost. Yeah, like, like dropping fifty used to be oh you you won by a lot. Like, oh you won by 20 2030. no you draw 50 nowadays. Who, where else is the help coming from because it's not and that's because of how how high paced and how fast these offenses have been moving.
0: I think it's it's a different style of play that we're seeing and uh, the way the Lakers have been able to adapt where LeBron is kind of being able to take that secondary role where you kind of almost forget about him because they're running things through ad and and spreading the ball around and then you forget and he's all of a sudden at the rim. And, and getting a, a lob up for an alley oop, so it, it seems like the Warriors thought they were going to have this a lot easier of a path than they ended up being. And the Lakers are—I don't know what their contract situation is like, but I would assume that after this season, it's going to be—it's going to be a different team. We're not oh, going to see the same.
1: I think they have to do a lot of lock, guys locked up. I think that the Warriors, the team that, that that will be scorched earth, possibly Draymond could be gone. Clay is asking for a new contract. There's there's a lot of things that could happen in Warrior world. I think Lakers may be able to retool again. Um, if, if like I said, if if I was picking a team out of these two to make it back to the second round, I'd say the Lakers because I'm obviously the two headed monster there. Um, but like I said, the Warriors. Look, this 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 very well could be to, as as we're recording this tonight, the day before this, it could be the end of the dynasty. It could be that it could, this could be that Tom Brady losing to Tennessee at home in the first round, um, in twenty nineteen or was it twenty eighteen? Whatever it was, like we are that we we are approaching those levels.
0: I want you to have that conversation, and I want to because I'm interested to see what Tyler's take it is I think that he'd probably be on a similar wavelength as you. If they don't get it done this year, it's, it's going to be totally younger. different.
1: You have yeah. to get younger. You have to, because you traded James, you had traded your number two overall a pick from two years ago, James Wiseman or Gary Payton, who barely gets time off the bench. Obviously he's been injured. He's a good player, but he's not, the potential James Wiseman could be. And, and, and there's, like I said, Moody and Kamingo are great young pieces to build around too, that they should be the starting small forward next year. One of those two should be the starting small forward. slash power forward for you. Get younger, build around Steph and Clay and go from there. I think obviously it's time to move on from Draymond. Um, I think he's already made that very clear. I think the team has made that clear that this could be his last time wearing those colors, but we'll see. We'll obviously see.
0: We'll see if he ends up knocking somebody out again next uh
1: Next off season, Unless, uh, if he plays for Lakers, it'll be very, very funny. I don't think he, I don't think he's gonna touch uh, LeBron with a ten foot stick. Or maybe he will, just because he, he, the aura of LeBron that gives LeBron off, he, he may feel like he earned his powers by touching him. So who knows?
0: Yeah, like obviously, on pause, put your hands. How put, I said that? Yeah. Space That's Jam, put your, your hands on the basketball. And get your talent him. back. Yeah, Muggsy Bogues. I need Muggsy Bogues. Give me Muggsy Bogues. Come on. Um. I NBA playoffs have been, I think more competitive than we've seen in the past. I'm going to watch if the nuggets, especially make it to the next round. I will be watching the games more intently, Um, but no, anything else that we need to talk about before we move on from the NBA and, and the playoff situation there. Look,
1: uh one last thing on the nugs. Look, I, I, I'm very proud of how the scenes performed. Obviously the next game or two games could, could deter that completely. Um, but there's there's not a bigger faith I have in a team right now. This is this look this this energy of, of this team is unbeatable. Is the same energy I had last year. Yeah, it was plain simple. It was a it was a travesty when the team lost. And, and and I think that we're all, we're nearing that. We are very nearing that with the seven notice team. So like I said, get take care of business when you can, and get prepared because like I said, you are, you are facing a task that your organization has never never been, never accomplished.
0: Never accomplished in that. It's going to be a historic feat when it finally does happen. I, I have faith. I'm I'm holding out hope. I'm knocking on wood, doing all the superstitious things, rubbing a, a lucky rabbit's foot. Uh, we're going to move on and talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. Before we do, we want to remind you that we are brought to you in part by BetUS. If you're looking to get in on the sports betting scene because it is growing rapidly bet us if you go to betus.com uh use the link down below in the episode description it's also in all of our bios helps out the variety sports network and you get a little bit of bonus to throw down uh on some good action there so bet us presenting sponsor of this Stanley Cup playoff segment and let's go ahead let's talk some puck this is what I've been paying a, a lot more attention to, especially even with the Avalanche not in it. I it still- how bad these games have been too. <laughs> some of some of them have been terrible. Six that Carolina- one, five,
1: one, seven, one My God, I turned the, these games off after the first period. Did you some watch the Carolina game Sunday?
0: Oh you, my God! Did you see that at all? It's not. Oh, no, by I'm the way, it's not the first time now. they gave up three shorthanded goals. The the Devils did. They still won by four goals and they aren't the first team to give up three shorthanded goals and still win. It's like the third time in NHL history. However,
1: Goaltending t- goal optional right now in the playoffs. It's all of there's us. There's, there's not single, one single person. There's not one single person across the the eight remaining teams. And I'm like, yeah, that goalie. even Ottinger, who I thought was that guy that I can be like, ah, I have all the trust in the world. Man.
0: No, it's uh, the only one that's been semi-close is the Toronto, Florida series, because, Florida uh, Bob is, is trying biggest. to overcome a lot of, yeah, Bob is, Bob is, is goalieing the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I guess that's where we should start because it's kind of the biggest news. The Toronto Maple Leafs finally break the 18 year curse since 2004. And it, they have the possibility of being swept. As you're listening to this, it might already have happened because I believe they play they but do play tonight. Does they it count though,
1: game. Jimmy? Does it count as a second round appearance if they don't win a game though? That's the question you gotta have. Because were they really in the second round? Because all it's gonna say is that oh, this is oh this team's this team is one game better than they were last year. That's a big difference, right? Big difference. Instead of instead of instead of losing in game seven, you lose in game four where you don't play another game. You just have another week of vacation, a week week of uh, training. That's all yes. this is right now. Like like hey. if they, if they are approaching approaching absolutely terrible territory because like I said all, all of a sudden you had the monkey off your back. You beat the team that's been the three straight cup finals that won back to back not too long ago. And then you ran into a buzzsaw. Oh my gosh! That you thought that you were wanting to say we want Florida. <laughs> Remember that Jimmy before? Game? Oh,
0: they they were chanting it. They don't want Toronto them anymore.
1: wanted Toronto series finished before the, the the Boston and Florida series finished, and mm-hmm. they were saying we want Florida. Now we want Boston. We want Florida because you had a better. You thought you had a better chance of being Florida, which I still you probably did, but you definitely did not have a chance against Boston. This is how you're performing against the Panthers.
0: Well, the Toronto Maple Leafs are the team that's built the exact wrong way for the Stanley Cup playoffs. They have no mentally size. Their guys too. get – they're mentally weak also, but their guys get knocked off the puck by scrubs. No offense to anybody playing for the Florida Panthers right now, but even the, the star power, the names that they bring aren't big names. There's nobody that should, that touches there's name, Marner. Toronto, yeah. there, there's nobody that touches Marner, Matthews, um <clears throat> Nealander, Nelander's the other one. Everyone Nylander they're just diverse. they're tiny, they have no no grit to them. Ryan O'Reilly did that, I guess, in the first round series. But here's the crazy thing: they played so much worse than they did last season in that first round, yet still what? Like they somehow stole that series away from from Tampa and now they're playing the exact same. I wouldn't say that they've played worse in this series. They're just not getting the lucky breaks. They're they're not facing a goaltender who's been in three of the last postseasons all Ooh, the way summers through. have
1: been two months long for four years
0: now. Yeah. It's they are they it's going to be a total rebuild whether they get swept or whether they lose later on in this series, they're going to fire Dubas. They're going to fire Keith. They're probably going to move some people around. They're calling for Nylander to be traded. I would sit there and be like, Nylander the only fucking one that's playing in this series. You're He's- everybody.
1: Yeah. This team is not ready for you. Like this team does not have any of the juice. And, and to, to counter your point here, look, all, all the credit has to go to Florida. this Florida yeah. team. Obviously look, they're, they're a president's trophy team. Last year, last year, let's not forget, one year move from being the best team in quote unquote in hockey last year. One year move from that. And you look at this team, this team is built the exact same way as last year's team, except better for the playoffs, much stronger, much more physical, and you upgraded your best player, right? Huberto. Is a is a is a uh, getting Kachuk for Hubro is a much bigger upgrade than, than you, you can imagine. Hubro was a hell of a regular season player, but not a postseason player like Kachuk. And Kachuk is, has been the one of the best players in the playoffs this year. Absolutely, yeah. there's no question about that. And look, this Florida Panthers team, all they realized was like, you know what? We don't give a fuck as long as we get in. like like that's what the house proves who the fuck cares what's if you're the number one seed um all in the league no one wants the president's trophy you get in you make things happen you're a tough team to beat and Mm -hmm. and florida has taken that with a, with 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 all in it is glory and been like you know what go ahead doubt us because we have the same dogs we do last year and with better talent much better talent in my opinion so Florida, all of a sudden, look, it could be a Florida versus Canes, East Coast final, which is weird, thinking one of those two teams will be in the cup final. But, man, I, I, I would not be opposed to it. Florida is playing very, some of the best hockey in the world right now
0: if florida does win and move on to the next round do you remember the last time that they made it to the eastern conference finals I'm
1: pr- uh i'm pretty sure the last time there in the cup final was against us wasn't it
0: it's the same it, that was the it was only the same, season yeah. that they made it to the third round ever so 1996 when they also went on and lost to the colorado avalanche in their first year here in denver gotta i'm still gonna be i'm still a fan i'm still swayed i gotta throw that barb in there um it would be the first time since 96 so that it's a fan base i don't even know like the two fans that are still panthers fans from that time (laughs) congratulations um and i guess i hope that they have their bandwagon contingency better pick themselves up going into round three because they still even with as good as they're playing and the fact that they could possibly sweep toronto which is an original six club when you're like you've never done anything
1: original six teams
0: two original yeah back to back (laughs) Back to back. Back to back. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like like this, like if Florida wins the cup and, and get takes it all the way. I mean, that'd be honestly awesome, pretty pretty crazy, right? Obviously, Florida is not a hockey state, and you would have three of the last four State of the Cup champions from the state, and and Toronto or or the the, the whole country of Canada, who has eight teams, haven't won one since how long has it been, Jimmy? Ninety
0: something. Montreal ninety three. Montreal two. Canadians.
1: 30 years it'll be since Canada had won a Stanley Cup and Florida, the state that doesn't have ice any time of the year except inside the arena, will have three of the last four Stanley Cup champions. That is wild.
0: It's they would wild. have five total cups in the, sp- in the same amount of time that Canada has not won a Stanley Cup. I say it's a Patrick Walker's. It's definitely the Patrick Walker's because is, yeah, they they did to themselves. As soon as they let him go, that that was the last time that a Canadian team ever had a good chance, and and now it's truly, truly like it's a total curse. But with Ottawa, if they get their ownership situation figured it, out, it could be decent. A couple of years, they yeah. would probably be. Besides, I think. Toronto is still going to be the most talked about Canadian market. They always will be. It doesn't they matter. Will, they always it, will be. Edmonton Vancouver, probably has the
1: best chance to figure that out. But right now
0: they don't look very good either. They so, don't. And so. they're, they're in a tough – I think that's probably the toughest matchup when, you, when you're looking at a team that – I don't know. It, it's just weird because the Oilers should be able to win this series and, and win it fairly oh, easily. But man. in the play, – we're talking about it. Playoff hockey is different. Last year, they barely got by the stars in the first round when they were uh, one of the top teams in the Western Conference. I think they were the other one seed, I'm pretty sure. I believe they yeah. were too. And then in the in the next round, you get beat, or, or you, you finally make it through the, to the next round. You get to the Western Conference Finals, and you don't you win don't a single mean. game. Yeah. So there's something going on. All these teams, if the Canadian teams would get off their high horse for just a, a quick split second and be like, yeah, We're not just going to be able to win the Stanley Cup because we're Canadian. They would realize, oh, the teams that we've lost to in these playoffs are bigger, more physical. They fight for certain things. They're not ticky tacking the puck all around. They get the puck deep, they chip it in, and try and make something happen. That's how you have to win these games. I watched the Carolina, New Jersey game last night for a little bit. I can't tell you how many times it was just 30 to 40 seconds of a battle in the corner and like six guys going in trying to find the puck. They're doing it in ways that, these canadian teams still think it's like 1982 and wayne Gr- wayne gretzky's out there can you, call, ain't
1: coming back. Yeah, can you call it your sport if you haven't won won the big one in 30 years like that you're still that's pretty big. good internationally that's the only thing yeah, that's
0: that's, that's where they can walk yeah. into the arena and just win yeah that's that's
1: the only place they can do that Ned.
0: even though team finland might have something to say about that now because they, they got US. miko and uh Somebody else just said somebody else just signed or, up to go
1: Sweden too. I mean, look, there's there, there's a big four. There obviously, Finland, Sweden, Canada, the U.S. are the top four. So look, we'll there, see what happens. At that we'll level happens. has that level has evened out. I'll say that, but that level it has, has. not even out.
0: And they're not gonna. Well, with Bedard now moving forward, that's gonna be our our final topic on the NHL because that's. I, I laughed because of what VSN put underneath your tweet. Because I'm like, really what did you do? The Nico Mush was there. We'll we'll, we'll get to that. But in the other series that we're, are still going on, let's talk about the Seattle and Dallas series. T- Dallas did come back and tie it up 2-2. Um, Seattle is, I think that they're no, going to be around for the next couple dude, of years. It's honestly. all
1: groovy. Martin Jones has been playing. I'm pretty sure he finished that game four at least. I think they I, made yeah. run with him. And, and who would have thought that Grubauer obviously would have struggled in the around Huh, us. But 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 yeah, I I I look there's all kudos to Seattle because I thought Dallas would have run away run away with this series. I thought their goal setting was so much better, their offensive firepower is so much better. But Seattle just said, no, we're just deeper than you. Pause on that. And we 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 play a team hockey game. And right now the stars been playing me hockey. Like me, hockey as in like myself play, playing playing hockey level of uh, it's me be me, me not us us us.
0: Yeah, the, I'd say outside of Pavelski for the Stars, you don't get any. You're not getting any production out of Ro- Robertson. You're not getting any production out of Sagan. And, Zero. Production and, ben. Robertson. and it's it's down to it's, Miro it, Heiskanen and Jay Gottinger.
1: It's 38 year old Joe Pavelski dropping four goals in a game, and that's where you're getting your offensive production right now. Like, yeah. That is wild.
0: Well, I mean, they did, like you said, they chased Hour the other night. The Stars won game four, six to three. Uh, they had five goals. They still almost – the Kraken ended up outscoring them in the third period. The Kraken, they start every period really strong. They end every period really strong. I wasn't necessarily worried when we were watching them play the avalanche in those middle parts of the second, first, second, or third periods. But at the beginning and the ends, that's when they're really pushing – it, I, I really think it comes down to this team has taken on the personality of the Yanni Gord's and the Chris Tanevs and it's rubbing off on, on guys like Matty Beneers, who's super young. And instead of trying to play this super skilled style of game, he's not worried about all of his own stats. He wants to do the correct thing. He wants to play playoff hockey and he's playing like a Yanni Gord and, and a Chris Tanev where he's trying to win those battles. He's using his speed. He's being a pest And that's really the only thing. And I'm going to give credit to Hextall because all of us dumb hockey fans say it all the time. Best way to win a hockey game is to shoot the puck. That is all Seattle does. They just put every single thing on the net. And they block a ton of shots. They're like a perfect mixture of a shooting gallery on the offensive end. And then they're like the New Jersey Devils or the New York Islanders on defense. They just get everybody in the shooting lanes. You're not going to get a free puck all the way through to to their net unless, you know, outside of the random game here and there.
1: Life is going to be as difficult as possible on you, constantly, constantly. We play Seattle Kraken, and it's weird. Obviously, it's their second year. Maybe it's the "hey, these guys don't know better" theory, but who cares, right? We get to this point. Who cares how much experience you have? How It's it's is my team tougher than yours? Is and our pucks going go, going in the back of the net more than you are? Mm-hmm. And and that's right now what Seattle's doing.
0: No, I, they're they're doing everything that they need to, and. Jake Ottinger does bounce back, but they're not letting having the fact that Jake Ottinger is on the other any other crease affect them. They're still he's, just playing he's very
1: spotty, very, very spotty, which is something I did not expect.
0: Yeah, he's definitely not as consistent as he was last year against the Flames. Even I don't even know how consistent you could call it. He's just playing a ton. And, and that Calgary team, they were a regular season team. One hundred and ten percent. That was. Absolutely. I think they were the other. They were the actually the other one seed on in the Western Conference yeah, last year. I forgot they're, about they're, them. Um, they fired Sutter finally after everybody threatened a mutiny point. to to leave. They finally fired fired Sutter. Yeah, and
1: Gallant. Poor, poor Nas. He deserves better.
0: He does. He. I wish better. that we could have figured it out. If if the whole Landeskog situation hey, hey, happened yeah, last year,
1: seven million dollars of cap space next year. Available. Who knows? Maybe a little trade. We'll mm-hmm. see. I don't know. I don't know if I'd bring him back. I'd maybe want someone younger, but we'll, we'll see.
0: I I would think that you would look younger too. I, I'm i just very impressed with the Seattle Kraken, and I'm not sure where their draft order is next year. They're not going to be in the top, but if they just – if they can – don't try and take massive swings and don't try and do all of this free agency chess that Vegas like to do, that we could see sustained success from one of these expansion teams. That expansion draft, thinking about it now – It is set up beautifully. No longer are you going to be Jacksonville where you suck for 30 years before you actually finally have some kind of a culture that you can lean on. These teams are – they get really good players with the way that the expansion draft is set up, and if you can consistently do that, the first two years you should have all second-line guys. Get all of the misfits. Collect all of the broken toys that nobody else wants because that's what's going to cement a culture in a place that hasn't had the sport in however long.
1: And Vegas and Seattle, obviously, like like both of them set up their teams and people were like, why did they not take Tarasenko? Why did they not take um, Kucherov? Like like they were there. They were dangled out there. Then they were like, wait. Like, like yeah, they probably had a terrible – they had a terrible first year. Absolutely terrible. One of the worst years of hockey last year. And then they said, you know what? We build a culture. We build guys who believe around each other and put some young pieces in play and bring in championships-level guys like Burkowski and company and Yanni Gord, then you're going to be then you're going to be set up for, for for success in the future. It's not this, like I said, you're not here to make the Brooklyn Nets slash New York Rangers type of level play. You want to be a good team and a good team for a very long time. Plan simple. You're not home run hitting right right out the gate on pitch one. So you you are stepping up and trying to make a sustained uh, su- sustained success. And right now, Seattle's setting themselves up for that.
0: They. It's just being patient, being patient and being smart, having an idea of what you want. If they would have gotten guys like Kucherov, they were trying to take the best player, but also not a player that's going to hamstring the franchise financially. And yeah, last year they did win a lot. And uh, Grubauer kind of sucked for the entirety of last regular season and a majority of this one. And he just got pulled again. Who knows what they do in the crease now moving into game five. But – they were still a handful to play against last year. Yeah. I think I, I was trying to live bet one of the games against the Avs, but it happened to be one of the games that was on national television in their first season, the Avs and Kraken. And, and I tried to live bet the Avs like plus – they were minus four and they were up by six goals. And all of a sudden, the third period, it ended up 6-5. I was like, what the – I just – I'm not I'm not I'm doing this shit anymore. I don't want to do this. You guys should using BetUS, but I was like, damn, that is a team that just – they. Even down six to a team that everybody was saying was going to win the Stanley Cup last season. They were it's a great, right there it's, swinging. It's a great barn.
1: It's 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 a rabid fan base that's waiting for a team, another team. Obviously, the Mariners, they had a playoff run last year that they're, everyone was hyped about. Seattle Seahawks, when they're good, obviously you can see how much people get behind them. And they haven't had a basketball team or a hockey team. They haven't had a basketball team in 15, 20 years, and now – they have a hockey team for the first time and I believe it's eighty some on years. I think it was. I think it's Seattle Metropolitan. So it's been a very long time and, and now that city is awoken and, and been like, yeah, we're we one to play with. This team is, is is got the backs of the whole city.
0: Um really quickly I'm looking up when the metropolitans were a thing because I'm interested now. Uh, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Playoff championships for the Seattle Metropolitans. You ready for this? 1924? They won a Stanley Cup. Seattle has had a Stanley Cup. Yeah, they, they would... have.
1: They have a banner in their yeah. arena, Jimmy. They have a banner in their arena.
0: I, I How saw long? That. How long do you think?
1: I, I would say tw- in the nineteen twenties or nineteen thirties.
0: Nineteen seventeen. World War One hadn't God. ended yet.
1: When did they get out of existence? I would say probably nineteen. Mm.
0: 19- 40s yeah let's see let's see
1: oh it's still crazy it's they have a banner up there yeah it's it's,
0: 1924
1: yeah so it's it's like seven years after they won a cup that's wild to think about too so hey they have history now it's just back in the city so
0: they're excited be able it's be able to carry the torch back. Let's light that torch that hasn't been lit since 1924, since before the stock market crash and the Great Depression, World War II, Vietnam, everything. Hey, hey,
1: technically, in terms of years in existence, um, that that there's been a team around. They've won a Stanley Cup before any Canadian team has. True, that is true. That is true. And uh, like they've been two years in and seven years after, so nine years. So kind of funny, crazy.
0: Who knows what's going to happen there. Um, I think we talked about all of the playoff series. Uh, Haven't we? Uh, uh,
1: Lastly on Edmonton, McDavid and Dreissel need to figure it out and get some help because if they don't, they're going to lose McDavid to free agency. I'm calling it right now. He is so gone. He is so gone. I'm telling you right now. He, he does not want to put up with the small market. And, and he does not care about the aura of Wayne Gretzky in fucking 1954 or whatever the fuck it was. Like, he, he will move on so quickly.
0: I I can see him probably leaning towards that way. He doesn't want to... Just go somewhere east, I'm begging you. Because... At some point, you do have to think about your own personal legacy, and right now his personal legacy is he's the best player on a team that's just never going to be able to do it because they don't have the bankroll. That's the bad thing. They don't have the bankroll to pull in a big free agency, big free agent, and they, outside of McDavid and Dreisaitl, their draft picks haven't done what they wanted them to do.
1: And, and, and the thing about it, like this is LeBron with Cleveland, right? LeBron, yep. all those Cavaliers teams, when he first started his career, they sucked. But you could still argue that LeBron was at the time still the best player in the world, obviously with Kobe and the rest of the company there and Shaq and company, but he still a top-level player and, and, and he just had bad things around. He had to leave mm-hmm. to, to go win something. And, and, and that may be the case at some point for McDavid. I, look, I think that there's a higher possibility that McDavid leaves uh, at some point in his tenure than he wins a cup with Edmonton Williams.
0: That's a little disheartening sorry, for our I'm fans sorry. north yeah. of the border.
1: I'm sorry about that, Edmonton, but it's the hard reality. Gretzky had it, to do it, too.
0: Well, yeah, and that, too, that was before salary caps and, like, the, the league was set up to where they could keep Messier and Gretzky in their program for six years and win four cups or five cups, whatever it was. And now they just – it's not the not the reality that we live in. Um, let's move on. Let's talk
1: about some football. Oh, one one more thing. Chicago,
0: you okay. do not deserve Bedard.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot do that not, we were going to talk about the Under track. fucking no circumstances deserve Bedard, okay? I am sick to my stomach. I cannot believe that fucking happened. The, the, the league, look, the league wanted Chicago to have it have them I, I love i'm a ducks i'm a ducks guy because i love the movie and i love the logo and everything i have a ducks hat i, I like to think that they're my second team it's weird because they're a West team team, but they suck for so long so who cares if they're my second team but they deserve them this is jimmy the anaheim ducks were the worst team in in, in hockey both or not? sorry they're the second worst team in hockey in the sydney crosby sweepstakes and now they were the worst team in hockey for the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, and they lost it. <laughs> I I mean, come on! They don't you don't fucking deserve them. You don't like 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 no. Every second you, number
0: one overall pick in their franchise since, or the the second one since the 2000s, and you know who they drafted with their last that's one? Patrick Kane,
1: American hockey player of all time. I I I just I oh man, it's going to be a headache. I, I it's going to be a headache for a lot of years and I'm going to have to fucking it's look. I hope the abs can sustain the success for a lot of years because the Blackhawks abs that rivalry will be back.
0: Again. It will be. I And that's, they're going to be a team that's pushing for this. They might push out like a, a Nashville, those teams that were right on the cusp of making the playoffs, Winnipeg. Uh, sorry. Canadian. If you're a Canadian listener, please don't turn us off. We don't normally go this bad on you. We are American, but it's, it is what it is at this point. It's,
1: Poor, I, I think mean, poor Indiana, be- poor Columbus, two teams that really could have used like a generational talent. Like, like thinking about it. like like generational talents come around every now and then. Cincinnati, you fucking deserve Joe Burrow. You fucking dealt with a lot of bullshit for a lot of years. Yeah, Jacksonville, yeah. a lot of BS for a lot of years. You hit Trevor Lawrence, uh, um, basketball. You you a lot of terrible years for the Cleveland Cavaliers. You get LeBron James. You get Kyrie Irving. The Denver Nuggets. We found Nicole Jokic off the street, in, in Canada, like uh, like like the, the Chicago Blackhawks do not deserve him. No, no. for everything they they did with. And I, I, I apologize if I'm if I'm saying the name wrong, but I think it's Kyle Farmer or or I, I can't remember his last last name. I know it's Kyle something and hiding that for twelve years, and then and then. <laughs> And then just go scorch earth to your franchise. I just am sick to my stomach that 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 this that Connor McDavid 2.0 Patrick Kane 2.0 whatever the fuck you want to call it will be going to Chicago. They don't deserve him, Jimmy. Like 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 they just I I just I feel so bad. Like I said, if we weren't if, if we were a shitty team, if we were the ducks, if we were if we were fans of the ducks, fans of the, the blue jackets fans of the Montreal's or whoever you want to insert name here. And I see the Chicago Blackhawks suck for three years and all of a sudden they get rewarded with, with, with the number one pick. I'd be fuming.
0: I can't believe that they still allowed them to have the number one pick when Quenville's not even reinstated to be a coach anywhere. He's, this is still a very fresh wound and I get that it's moving away. The guy's name was DJ Jones, by the way, that was the trainer that they ended up firing. Uh, I, I know
1: but who the athlete I think was Kyle
0: Farmer was Kyle was, was, Kyle uh Kyle. It is something. Kyle. I just looked at it. it
1: wasn't Farmer. That would be a baseball
0: player, I'm thinking on top of my head.
1: Kyle Beach. Oh yo Kyle, Kyle Beach, Beach. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, Kyle Beach. Beach. And I knew there was some 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 something along those lines. But yeah, I look, it's it's disgusting. It it really is. And and look, I'm not one to be like get rid of the logo because of the Native American ties, I I really don't care. As long as you do the right things with it and and do all the Native American things and and make sure you do it the right way, I don't care. But at the same time, like, that's the worst organization that could have fucking got him. Like, 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 I, 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 People, maybe, I think I'm overreacting over this fucking 19 year old kid, but this is the best fucking talent the hockey world has seen since Connor McDavid, and before that, it was since fucking Sidney Crosby, and before that, it was since Wayne fucking Gretzky. Like, that's that's how good of a level of Conor McDavid is coming into the NHL. Obviously, he may flop. Who knows? But what I've seen from him thus far in juniors and, and ever ever an in international play. He's going to be a day one first liner for the Chicago Blackhawks.
0: Yeah, and there's not really all that much history that backs up these hyped number one overall picks in the NHL not panning out. McDavid, I wouldn't say hasn't not panned out. The team around him hasn't been, has been, been, been able to take that next step. Has, yeah. Crosby obviously won three cups in his time since he was drafted number one overall. And the fact that he's getting all of this praise from the McDavids, from the McKinnons, from everyone, Crosby also, like, It's one of the best wrist shots that they've seen. Gretzky too. They say that he has one of the best wrist shots that they've seen in a long, long time. And he is, for being a 19-year-old kid, they almost lifted the age restrictions for him to be able to be drafted into the NHL because those junior teams were tired of being ran over. They're just like, this guy is too strong. He's a man already. He's not. He's 16. He's also playing two years up against your 18-year-olds and kicking the shit out of them. It's not his fault that he's just that much better than you. It's just gonna be so good, and I just said to my stomach that the fucking
1: blackhawks uh, I was hoping and I'll take blame and I will take blame. I will take blame. <laughs> I, I I said it, I probably could have said I hope he goes to the ducks, I hope he goes to Columbus. I could have, but I totally jinxed myself.
0: I really yeah. did. It happens. I I think everybody was of the mindset that there's no way that Bettman lets the Blackhawks have the number one overall pick. But I guess but
1: Bettman, but Bettman saw the Chicago market and be like, Oh. We've been missing the Chicago market in the playoffs. We had Florida, we had New York. But look, I mean, look at the ratings the fucking Rangers and Devils got. And that was the highest ratings of any of the first round series. Like it, was, it, it was it was crazy how much eyes were on that series. And now you get arguably one of the greatest talents to ever come out of juniors coming to a big market like Chicago. Fucking putting him in Columbus, that does nothing for you. Putting him in no. fucking Anaheim does nothing for you. Putting him in Chicago does. So. Yeah, those playoff
0: series in the future with the the Avs and Blackhawks and whoever else is able to make it through the Central, those are going to be must-watch TV. Chicago's going to be back on the national television circuit. They have kind yeah. of been uh, – I know, I know. I know. I hate it just as much as you do. I was hoping if nothing else, he just goes somewhere other than the Central Division. but.
1: So then he goes to the team that literally f- I fucking hate
0: more than God wants. The hockey gods the want hockey. to test us, Nico. They want to make sure. I that hate not the Blackhawks
1: be- more than the Blues. I hate the Blackhawks more than the Red Wings because obviously I didn't grow up, live through the through, through or live through the, the Detroit Red Wings days. It's just kind of like, yeah, I hate them because that happened 25 years ago, however long it was. But I hate the Blackhawks, and 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 I have a lot of friends that are Blackhawks fans that I went to school with for a year. And look, I'll straight up you can listen to me you don't fucking deserve him you don't okay have some bad years you don't fucking deserve a star right away
0: oh boohoo you were shitty for three years yeah you were the worst team in the nhl it doesn't doesn't change anything that's happened and it just it shouldn't be the way that it is i'm i'm salty that it's still ending up this way unfortunately uh the second pick isn't going to be the worst thing in the world, and I think you know the, the, this is one of the more talented drafts. But yeah, it is Connor Bedard and everybody else. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how good the
1: second pick is; it's not going to be Bedard's level. It's not. Um, you want to talk some football?
0: Are we ready to talk? Yeah, about some, football. Some
1: football, 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 football,
0: football. 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 Um, Let's talk about the draft because I didn't get to the extra bonus draft coverage and you were, you were mentioning that you were not happy with the Broncos and the way they drafted. I do want to quickly shout out, I'm wearing the Western stuff. I don't know if he's still there, but one of the guys that I played with Darius Gaines did get an offer for a tryout at least. So he'll be there with the rookie mini camp and, and have a shot to make the team. It Probably, you know, it's going Was to be a long shot. Yeah. With the Broncos.
1: Oh, so I mean, the Broncos take one undrafted
0: guy every year. Yeah. Guaranteed. So he uh, could. I mean, he, the good. only it, the only thing I can see with him, he's a hell of an athlete. Like he has the school record for fastest forty. And by the way, Austin Eckler also went to that same school. So let's just. That's I crazy. I remember I was working so hard to try and get my forty time down, and then Darius would run after me. I'd just be like, "This is fucking pointless. Oh, this is stupid. It's, uh, it's not that like I don't deserve to be here, but why am I running a forty when that's from? Holy shit! Too. Why are Pretty we?" Sure he's fast um what are your problems with the broncos draft picks
1: well, i don't have a problem with who we drafted i have a problem with what we drafted let's let's put that out there i don't mind the, the Marvin Mims selection, because I, I think he has a lot of speed and I think he could be very good. There's zero no doubt about that. I don't Are you mind. Jerry,
0: is Jerry Judy still here? Or is, is he- yeah, no, we
1: picked up his options. So we have him for this year and next year. Still, he was one of the guys that we picked up his option for. So he'll be around for another two years. Obviously you have Tim Patrick, who is sitting in with Russell Wilson, um, who, who, who we'll all talk about here in a minute. And then, and then, you have Corlin Sutton. I would be surprised. I, look, I was just very surprised you drafted a receiver first with your third third round pick, and with a glaring knees at offensive line that you still still are missing. Obviously, yeah, you got McGlinchey, you got Ben Powers, but your center and guards are still fucking Quinn Miners and Lloyd Cushenberry, and and we saw how well that did last year. Um, and then you go. I think I think we drafted a corner, which a white corner, which 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 I'm not discriminating. Uh, I'm white, so I can fucking say this. A, a white corner has not played in the NFL since 2007, I think, or 2006. Uh, so we got that call for us, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And then you drafted a safety, which I didn't mind, um, but you then you re-signed Kareem Jackson two days ago. So what the fuck are you doing there? Because um, Caden Stearns was probably going to be the new guy, and I didn't mind that. But okay, I guess. And then you drafted – I think it was a D lineman too, where your D line still is very very solid. So, or no, you drafted a pass rusher. I think that was very un- unproven too. So, I don't know. I, I no, you drafted a middle linebacker that literally looks like Josie Jewell and uh, Alex Singletary combined into the same person. So, so uh, there's obviously types. I, I look, you weren't going to do much of this draft, but you should not have waited to your last pick of the draft to draft an offensive lineman. Like 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 you like free agency is basically over. This is this is this is your this is your this is your offensive line here. I like unless 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 you bring back Dalton Reisner on a on a deal and put him on put him at center, that's the only saving grace I have right now because he hasn't been signed yet. And he and obviously look, your your offensive line is Bowls, powers, um, um Cushionberry, Miners, and then McGlinchey, which isn't which is better than last year's. It is, in my opinion, Powers and McGlinchey are better than whatever you put there last year. But the, the interior is still very, very d- difficult to, to believe that you can run this back again. So they're just not I, strong,
0: too. That's the thing. And and looking through Alex Forsythe, is the lineman that you guys drafted out of Oregon. People say started-
1: good. He, he he's good. okay. He was he's okay, but he true. got We're hurt good.
0: at the combine. He tweaked his hamstring at the combine, and he's not strong. That's that's the thing. You can be an athlete. Being an athlete is a part of playing offensive line, but not being able to handle Fita Vea, a three hundred and forty-pound pass rush in the interior, especially especially with your midget Chris of a quarterback. Jones.
1: Yeah, and you have Chris Jones in your fucking division, and, and you have all these great interior defense alignment
0: and your You're division. just going to keep rolling rookies out there to try and block Chris Jones? That doesn't seem like a recipe and, for and success. I, and,
1: and, and I get that you have your first pick was in the third round. You're not going to get many starters. I get that. But at the same time, why the fuck are we dropping a guy that will be at maximum fourth on the depth chart? Yeah. Right? Fourth in the depth chart, and, and that's and that's saying that he'll be above KJ Hamler. Like, obviously, KJ is probably as far gone as possible, and that was a waste of a second-round pick two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. And But but I'm telling you right now, Patrick Sutton and Judy, I don't care how ba- big of a problem they have been, whether it be injuries, dropping passes, laziness, whatever it may be, they're still ahead of them. And you're telling me with your first – over first draft pick of the 2023 year a season after you were the fifth worst team in football you drafted a return guy as your first pick i mean what what the fuck i i i i said i hope he does good i hope he eventually turns out to be a stud i really do but what are we doing
0: you also traded up into the second round to get him because they traded their third round pick up to sixty three with Detroit, and that's the pick that they selected. You swapped, I
1: think, and then you got a, and then you got a another back end pick, I think it was, or whatever it was. But I, I just, I find it very hard to think that what whatever you thought you were going to do in the draft just did not work out at all. Like, like there were, and look, there were other receivers on the board still. Jalen Hyatt, for instance, who was a stud at Tennessee last year, who we I would have
0: taken Hyatt over Mims
1: every in a day heartbeat. of the fucking week in like, like, a
0: heartbeat
1: and there was a lot of still great defensive guys if you want to bolster there still decent alignment available not many starters but a, a bunch of guys that at least would com- that would compete for for a starting job that you just said no let's get better depth at the kick returning position yes
0: yeah. i know I, oklahoma I just, who's had like three of the top five receivers in college football except for this past year. Yeah, let's draft a receiver out of Oklahoma. Why not?
1: I guess that was, I guess that that was their thought process cuz I I don't know. And then you have Russell Wilson getting booed at the Nuggets game. I I mean it's funny. It really is just funny. I I they, they literally showed it for 2 seconds and once they heard the boos they moved that screen right off of them. Shout out the production crew at the Nuggets game for, for realizing what was going on. because Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Because the last thing you need was bad energy in that building. And they did not fucking
0: show Uh Do you think that he... I, I honestly don't know if he lives in enough reality that he hears the booze? He probably is like, oh, no, they're just saying woo. It's woo. Woo. They love me. They love me in Denver. I'm the king of the city. No, you are not, sir. You are not, you are not at all. You're actually the reason – you're the the catalyst of why everybody thinks that we suck and we're going to – it's going to be a struggle again. And hopefully
1: maybe it turns around and and it changes next postseason for the abs or nugs when he goes again. But like I said, until then, you are – you should not be showing your face around here unless you're driving a golf cart into the fucking river.
0: Unless you're flipping it. a golf cart because you're too drunk. Yeah. So
1: and look, Sean Payton was sitting right next to him, but obviously the boos weren't for him because he hasn't done anything wrong with us far. And I'm not going to boo him at a fucking playoff He's, game for a bad draft. And it, when we haven't seen any of these guys play, so yeah. that that's not worth booing. <laughs> There's obviously real reason, one reason why that why we are why I I wasn't booing. Because obviously I didn't see it. I only saw it on Twitter after. Because I was like, why the fuck are they booing? Who the hell is Rocky talking to at side, But they moved the screen off real quick. And um, funny enough, I went on Twitter and it was Russell Wilson. So.
0: Yeah, we we appreciate the guys. We you were having a conversation with somebody on Twitter last night at F E O T V Pod. By the way, I haven't said that yet. This episode, if you want to interact with us, we're more than fine to debate you all, especially on Twitter. So but- thing fans,
1: I've been trying to fight with you, and you don't want to say anything. It's fun. It's no fun. We don't swing back. Come on, it ain't no, no fun.
0: You gotta fight back. It's no fun if you're not gonna you have to show Two
1: games. Come on, talk a little. You shit. guys are
0: there. Yeah. Let me hear it. I want to hear it so that when I when it finally does happen, I want to be able to just turn that shit back around on you, please. So cool. Just please. So cool. Uh, Denver draft picks: Marvin Mims, obviously. Uh, Drew Sanders was the linebacker that you were talking about from Arkansas. Dude, Riley like, Moss. That's the, the white corner. The, the, yep, the white corner from He's fast, Iowa.
1: Apparently, too. So good for him. I One guess. of them.
0: Yeah, really fast. And then you got Jeff Skinner or J. L. Skinner, excuse me, from Boise. That is the safety. And then Alex Forsythe was the seventh round pick for the denver broncos um they're just in a weird spot i will oh, say
1: draft, Jimmy, huh? half of these guys probably won't be on the ross next year
0: i don't necessarily know if i'd be excited about the draft as a broncos fan i would be excited about the way that sean payton has come in and it's been radio silent from the broncos Everybody, facility that's exactly what you needed no, that is
1: no news coming out and and just Fucking everyone, shut up and do your job. That's exactly what I want. And and look, yeah, the the free the, the, the drafts wasn't well, but I still think the free agency went very very well in my opinion. So so I'm not mad about that. So yeah, yeah. that go for us.
0: Uh, let's Just trust gears.
1: trust in Sean. That's all I say. Trust in Sean. Having a
0: coach having a coach that can actually get a team doing the right things and not playing dodgeball during mini camp and. Start talking about Star putting, Wars in his press conferences.
1: Not putting pads on until until the fourth week of camp. Not and then not you wonder why everybody years. got injured. Football games that haven't played in two years. Yeah, yeah. That coach, yeah. That that's that Coach different. Aaron Rodgers now. Oh, how funny!
0: Poor. Dog. It is. It is going to be different for the broncos based on the coaching staff alone um switching gears over to cincinnati i'm obviously i liked your bit, draft i liked uh, it too
1: I, I, really I really did i, I wish you would have got a tight end though i thought you could have got uh what's this uh, got mayor He I, was there I, yeah I, I thought i thought that could have been a dream but i think you guys were, were more honed in on keen i think was his name right the utah guy that went to uh, Kincaid, Kincaid. I think you're more honed in on him if he was there. So like I said, I, I didn't mind it though. I thought I thought you would address a lot of necessary needs.
0: No, I think so too. And the tight end was interesting because they have sample and they just picked up Irv Smith in free agency. They're both on one year contracts. Smith I is think that
1: proved himself too. That's not bad. He
0: he's been injured. So if he could stay healthy, that would be a situation. But here's the other thing, too. Joe Burrow. Doesn't really throw to tight ends all that That's much. That's true. That's true. He, he throws more to running backs. I think the running backs last year had about 70 more receptions than any of the tight ends on the roster. That's
1: another position I think you probably should have addressed, if, if anything, that they, you should have We did. They, they
0: they drafted. So the, the draft picks for the, the Bengals, round one, they got Miles Murphy, who's a D-end out of Clemson. Uh a big Turner, boy. Very big really boy. big. And fast. Really. Awesome. 6'5", 268. Is is how big my clubs and D
1: linemen are, are very, very usually translate very, very well, unless you're the Raiders of Clan Farrell and the
0: yeah, well, you, you got to throw the sorry, Vegas, out. not really that sorry though. No, Miles Murphy at 28, I he probably was more of a second round talent, but you're close enough to the second round that you can basically draft whoever yeah, you think you need. Pick, and yeah. the way Luna Anarumo runs his defense, Miles Murphy's going to play quite a bit because they rotate D linemen and. I love Hubbard and I love Hendrickson. He's going to learn from those two guys. And at some point, yeah, you're just, if you can roll out multiple waves of pass rushers, that's going to make life. We we were talking about it going into the draft. When you're playing in the AFC, you either have to decide, A, we're going to build our offense to be able to score with the Chiefs, or B, we're going to get the pass rushers and DBs to make Patrick Mahomes' life a little bit more difficult. He's not in our division, I get it, but he is still the, the guy that everybody's going to have to beat in the AFC and getting those draft picks bolstering the defense just in the first two rounds alone, three rounds because we got Jordan battle in round three, which <laughs> I I'm very, that was kind of my oh shit moment. Like what we got, we were able to get Jordan battle in the third round. Really? I, you'll, you'll take every second. of Cause we, we just lost Jesse Bates and Von Bell. We definitely need more DBs and, yeah, you and, and you more burn Apple over there. <laughs> well, yeah, that's. I just find it funny that we have Michigan secondary because Dax Hill is going to be one of our starting safeties, and now DJ Turner is going to be in the rotation at cornerback. Um uh, That's funny.
1: now you just need Jabril, right? Go get Jabril Peppers.
0: I think we had him, or or yeah, we close you to getting did. him at one point. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't want him back. I don't need him back. Um, and then we we addressed the offense pretty much the rest of the way through, except for our last pick, Uh Charlie Jones. Yeah. No. Yeah, Charlie Jones is the receiver out of Purdue that we picked up. He's going to be a a slot guy. They just, they had the big three, but their depth receivers last year, especially in that middle part of the season was really what was propelling them, keeping that number one spot in the North and then pressing Kansas city. If the whole DeMar Hamlin situation didn't happen, you know, I've, I've made that point a a couple of times. I think that they're, one or two seed in the AFC and have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. That's going to be, I really like that. And then the running back that they picked up out of Illinois, Chase Brown, I don't know what's going on with Mixon, but with the guys that they have now, Travion Williams and Chase Brown, you at least have somewhat of a replacement for Samaj P. Ryan, who's now going to be a Denver Bronco. And I, as much as I love Mixon, P. Ryan was a great third down back and a guy that he can come a in. He's killer. He's going to be – he's going to help out Russell Wilson, especially just pass-pro-wise alone because we mentioned it. The interior pass rush is going to be there. Smadji P. Ryan is going to be able to plug that little bit of a hole if it does end up happening.
1: And look, drafting receiver, drafting uh, running back. I think this draft was this draft was very important because obviously T. Higgins is a free agent this summer, uh, next summer, yeah. or not this summer, sorry, next summer. Um, you're, you're definitely going to be losing him because he's going to demand first number one receiver money, and you have to save that money obviously for Joe and Jamar. So there's a good chance he's gone. So it's important to get your depth and get young guys in there and see what you have, right? See what you have because yeah. next year when when you have the first when you have your first round pick, um, hopefully it's the end end of the first round again um you're 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 looking at a receiver or or you're possibly looking at a running back because mixon all the off the field stuff is keeps going on and and his legs are not what they were so that conversation is going to come up real soon and obviously your offensive line is intact for a long time your defense looks like it's going to be intact for a long time now it's just going to be about about getting other options other available yep. options. You obviously still have the, the number one option or one of the top options in football at Jamar chase, but you still are going to have to get Joe Burrow to get some help because at the same time, whether it be in the draft or, or get him uh, veteran's in free agency, however it may be, um, because there's going to be some guys that will be off the books when you have to pay your big guys. And hopefully, obviously you can maximize your opportunities when a super bowl or get into a super bowl, however you want to see it. Um, with the guys you have until you have to lose them because that, that is a looming factor very, very quickly for Bengals fans, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I'm almost uh, trying to figure out the receiver. Uh, I don't want to lose any of the big three that we have, but if I were to lose one, it would be Tyler Boyd because he's the oldest. and He is the one that
1: will cost
0: more. He is. Tyler, he Tyler, is.
1: Boyd would, Tyler Boyd would be a very, very good number two if you were able to get a great number three.
0: Yeah, and and I guess it's going to depend on how Charlie Jones and and some of the other lower level receivers that they have on the roster work out. Um, no, I'm 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 happy with the way that the draft looked because of what Joe Burrow is going to do to the team in the next in the upcoming year.
1: That's, that's definitely you don't have to worry about is you have that constant. So so all the variables. Um, it's like putting, putting, uh, actually, I don't know, science, fucking why I'm even trying to do a math or a science, uh, innuendo here. It's like putting a constant with, with, with semi variables being like, you know what? No matter what, go back to this constant. Yeah. This flavor of Coke didn't work out, but you know, we still have the core, a little more Coke. Uh, um, obviously I'm talking about Coca-Cola. Let's keep that very pause on that too. Um, like, like you have cherry, you have lime, you have whatever the hell you want to call it, but you still have the core right there looking yeah. itself.
0: uh last thing that we're going to touch on and then we'll be wrapping up the show it is also nfl news matt ariza it's actually come out that the person who had accused him was no, nowhere in the vicinity of the party that was in question um not sure what this is going to mean for his future it's obviously a terrible thing to have happen and, and we kind of did with all of the information that we had at the time, we we did say our piece and, and kind of put the blame and the onus on him. Yeah,
1: neither of us like. Obviously, you have a sister and I have women that have been around my life. That fucking happens. I don't ever want to see that guy fucking see the light of day. Plain yeah. and simple, okay. Plain and simple. So and and look, I, I, but when I say that about that way, I'm going to say this the other way too. That woman should be in prison. You ruined this guy's career he was a top punter in college football Jimmy he was a draft drafted player. drafted he, he, he they called him the punt god I hope yeah. that he's obviously to, able to get past this now because now that the evidence came out that he's clear clear and that he'll be able to be able to play again I hope that a team is able to pick him up and they can go forward with his career because this this like you said I what, one of the things that we have to realize as men is like women can ruin your life Plain simple. They can ruin your life. They absolutely can, as much as they can help it. Obviously, it's 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 the right people that you need to put around you in the right situations. And obviously he was put in a terrible situation where found out, did nothing wrong. So like I said, that he lost his job, he lost, he lost the payments, he lost his endorsements, everything, millions of dollars gone because one woman decided he was she decided she was going to make an agenda uh, about this individual. Like I said so I hope that that the right the, the right the right um, that the felt does right by Ereza, that he's able to get back in the league because he like I said he has an all-world talent of a lake. there's zero denying that so he has an all world talent of a leg, and I hope that that um, his family is able to get past this and I hope that the, the the woman that did this to him and did this to all the to, to, to those players that or the players the individuals um, and anyone for that matter, like, I don't mean make this a PSA. Like, if you wrongly accuse someone and ruin their life that way, you should be you should be at fault and and should be rightful cause. So, like I said, now that he's clear, now that everything's good in the right direction, I hope he's able to get back on the field.
0: I wouldn't mind seeing him play again it's unfortunately not the first situation that we've seen where a guy was falsely accused and ended up ruining his future. You remember that Sean Oakman, the linebacker, defensive lineman from Baylor had that same situation happen and it took him longer to, to clear his name. So he, he never got CFL. that opportunity. And
1: he, and he only got back to the CFL, never got back to the NFL or never got yeah. to
0: the NFL. I don't think so. As he said, might I have I'll to start in the XFL or the USFL, but I, I would assume you, you know, up, so. give it a little bit of. You, you do have to give it a little bit of time because it's such a, a touchy subject and a hot button issue in the current climate of things. And yeah, it's. I I am skewed a little bit because of the the sister and you know I, I now have the responsibility every year of of seeing at least another eighty or so little young women come through my my classes and the young men too. And I'm I'm hoping, you know I I did have to bring that up too. One mistake. At this, that's the worst part about learning growing up is that you used to be able to make mistakes and it really wasn't all that big of an issue. When you're an adult, one mistake can totally change everything. I've played with guys that were possibly going to transfer up to the division one level and went home for a Christmas or a spring break. A homicide. He was speeding in his car, killed somebody. He's in prison. Like and that you realize, was things, of, man. like things,
1: yep. things happen. Like things can happen in the, in the chance of an eye. And like I said, as, as as long as you, as long as you do the right things, and obviously there, there's still a possible criminal charge to go against him about him knowing about the crime is the rumor but obviously like that's a little bit of a different much 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 different circumstance so like i said i it's important for for men to know uh how to treat women and it's important for women how to respect men as well it absolutely is so so it's it, it goes both ways and, and like i said i hope to see him back in the league because like i said what those highlights i remember talking about him before even all this came out and be like this fucker's gonna link this is yeah. this is one of the best boys we've ever seen like like that level so i hope he's able to make it back
0: it'll be interesting to see what happens with that that'll be probably the story that we follow throughout most of the summer once the playoffs and everything wrap up and we have up kiss to talk to
1: about in couple weeks.
0: yeah no we're, we're still hoping for a little bit longer of a run um no, I, I think we're, that's pretty good spot to to start wrapping up. You mentioned it. You had the shout out halfway through once again, shout out to all the moms that listen. Um, you're, I miss Sonia, my mom, obviously happy mother's day, every mother that's out there. It is, you know, it's one of those, it's a time to take, they do it so much. You, they do more than anybody ever realizes they deserve the credit. They deserve to have the holiday. So happy mother's day to everybody out there that's listening and, um, no, and, I, I
1: and mom, I'm sorry if, if 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 there's three game sevens on Sunday. I apologize. The NBA the NBA <laughs> did that to you. Not me. It was not yeah. my fault. I'm sorry that you'll have to be watching basketball
0: all day. But the, you know, the good you thing about to, your mom and my mom is that they're both sports fans, so they really like, yeah, that's fine. I, it's I, I, I'm interested. <laughs> she wants to watch Game Seven just as much as anybody else, in in all honesty. Uh also, real quickly on a personal note, Dom is graduating this year, his undergrad. We will now have had three college graduates in the Pilato gotcha. family, which three out of four, and the fourth is on an academic scholarship. So I don't think yeah, we have so, to worry about it. Yeah, I do
1: <laughs> yeah. well, shout, so, shout out Dom, though.
0: Shout out Dom. And uh, I'll be down in Pueblo went for his graduation this weekend. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to celebrate that. Things let, me, are- let,
1: me, let me plug one more thing too, because my, the Redwoods, my boys had a draft we drafted last night. I, I was watching that before the game started. So I like the pieces we got. Um, I, I cannot say their names and I cannot talk to them because legally they're all still playing in college. And I know it's weird with the NIL deals, but I can't do that. But, but I like what we drafted. I like the way moves we're making and uh, the mammoth Colorado mammoth. Um, I think, I'll be going round to two. the game Round two. They're in round two. Um, a couple of my guys on my team are on the team, Ryan Lee and Eli McLaughlin. So, um, and my boss now lives here in Denver. So, it looks like I'll be going to that game. On Thursday, so so go Mammoth. I know it's weird. We don't we don't talk about lacrosse, but
0: box lacrosse, baby. Unfortunately, you're
1: gonna have to. We're gonna be talking about it a lot more this summer. So oh, I'm oh. getting a Water
0: Dogs jersey, and when the Water Dogs and Redwoods play, it's must see television. You want me, I'm you want me to tell you the date because I have the
1: schedule here. We play June 9th, the second week, the second week. Good. Thank God that I
0: have time to get a jersey because I. That's been really I, even...
1: so I can say that. Uh, Rarely enough, I know I had to keep that schedule like hidden for a long time, but now I can yeah. say it. It's all you know, So
0: where do I get PLL merch? I don't. I
1: PLLshop.com. PLLshop.com. Yeah, because we'll be here in Denver, June or sorry, August twelfth. Um, 12th, August twelfth, 12th, okay. Saturday night game. So. Like I said, we'll be covering yeah. all PLL stuff during the summer uh, because, look, I can't fucking stand watching the Rockies. So, <laughs> and there's really, only so much, only can so
0: much offseason you could talk about with all of our sports. So, yeah, no, PLL, I've enjoyed it. I've actually watched a few games, more games than NBA games. If first I'm games be. on
1: ABC. for Our first games on ABC. Ooh. That's big news. So, the draft is on ESPN. We're not just on ESPN2 or ESPNU. First game for us is on ABC, so big time.
0: There you go. Um Make sure you continue to follow along. Be sure to check out the Variety Sports Network. Nico's going to be on. Uh, if you missed it live Wednesday night, you can go back and watch the, the recording of it. But follow Variety Sports Network at Variety underscore sports uh, underscore. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us at FEO pod. And uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Continue to tell a friend. We're we starting to see these numbers come a little bit more solidified. So we appreciate everybody, all the bench warmers that tune in with us and and listen to the bullshit that we have to talk about for sports every week. We appreciate it. It's fun for us. So we uh, we hope everybody has a, a great. Hopefully rest next week
1: is not a solemn show. Is all I'm going to say. Well, like I said, next week we're talking about good things, Jenny. It's going go to be a good it. week. Manifesting.
0: Manifest practice. that positivity. We gotta get we gotta be positive. This is it's episode 137.
1: Weekend. It all matters. Happy Mother's Day again.
0: Happy Mother's Day, episode 137 at FEO TV Pod. For myself, Jimmy Pilato, my co-host Nico Bryant. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Peace. If you don't stay down and you never quit, come on over here and sit on the far end of the bench. Mm-hmm.